the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality persist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I am Pastor John Simon along with Pastor Ed Brody and Blaine Nurse from Cornerstone Radio. If this is your first time you ever joined us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and to help men and women regain control of their lives. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Good to be here. It yeah. is. It's always good to be here. Great. Hey folks, I'm glad that you're here with us tonight. Tonight's going to be a great topic. The topic will be, what rewards do you seek? It's kind of an interesting topic, guys. We really don't talk a lot about rewards, and so this will be interesting which way the Holy Spirit takes you guys. I know where the, he put me at and on mine. And so, hey, guys, you know, um, let's talk about, let the audience know about what happened last week. You guys got anything you would like to share about last weekend for the homeless out there? I sure do. Yeah, I, I do want to just say, you know, we, we say thanks every, day, every time we're on the show, John. Uh, we thank those pastors and churches that support us and uh, sombreros. But, you know, um, there were so many people out there, and, and I'm sure you noticed, but I had to go in your vehicle what I didn't know is, if our audience didn't know this, but we go to two locations every Saturday. And we did run short on burritos at the mm-hmm. first location. So we grabbed some of the burritos that were going to the second um, destination. And, and it was fine. It worked out there, and it worked out at, at the other spot. But um, we don't really talk about that, that, that we go to two locations every Saturday. Um, the food is always enough, you know, but, but there were so many at the first lo- location that – I was uh, I was surprised. We ha- I went into your vehicle twice to get burritos for folks. Yeah, that, you know that's interesting. You know, um, to let the audience know, the the police department asked us if we'd help out in that other area, and came out and say, "Hey, we got a big uh, group there that needs some help. So would you please go over there and help them?" Which which we're very happy to do because we we get uh, great relationships as we grow with them. And uh, matter of fact, we stuck a gentleman in there. I told him, I said, "If you whenever you get your ID, we'll be able to put you into a hotel." He never asked. He's a very humble man. He really is. He comes from Louisiana, and I guess he might be going back there. But he is. Um, we stuck him in a hotel uh, the other night. So, um, Ed, you want to say that? Yeah, yeah this uh, this same man. I put him in the hotel, and he uh, wondered how much the bill was. And I said, "Well, don't worry about it." And he says, "No, no, I want to pay you back." Oh my! <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get to hear that. I, yeah. That's so I, I told him. I said, "You know what? The state we're in, we're not rich, but." You're worse off than we are. You keep your money, and we're doing this to help you. All right. uh, but I thought that was pretty generous of him. You don't get many people who say that they want to pay you back. 
you know, it just shows how humble. Oh, I, I do see a lot of them that are very, very humble. But here's a man who's down and, you know, that has really a lot of things going against him. And here he is offering back. And I, I just that just fills my heart tremendously, you know, for that. And it gives me more faith to, to let people know out there, uh, folks out there that, there is some good people out there that have really good hearts. And just like everybody, there's some bad and there's a lot of good. So, you know, this is a blessing that the Lord has given us. Um, I love going out and doing work for the Lord. It's not even work. I call it enjoyment. And because I get to see God in action mm-hmm. all the time. And, you know, where a lot of people say, I don't get to see God very much, but... I really, we get to see him all the time working in people's hearts. But mm-hmm. what a blessing, I tell you, what a blessing. It was, and, and praise God, um, <clears throat> we all seem to, when we see love moving forward or see even God's spirit just working and moving, and we see um, someone coming up to Pastor Ed and wanting some, some prayer, um, it just gets us all like moving. It's like, oh man, we really, we need to, we really, really need to engage these folks. Um, find out where they are, what types of needs do they have, and then it's motivating, Pastor Ed. And then it's like, wow, man, I, I, I want somebody to pray for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah the, yes, go ahead. yeah. The the one of the women that he's talking about is a young Hispanic. No, she's not a younger; she's middle aged, but Hispanic woman. And <clears throat> I've been healing, praying for her now for I don't know, probably a couple of months. So the other day she was sitting down. I went over and talked to her, and she said, "You know, every time you pray for me, my feet feel better." <laughs> Praise right. God! Well, there's God at work again. You know, yeah. Amen. you know, and and folks, there's a lot of new faces out there uh, yeah. that we've been noticing. I just couldn't believe how um, how how many new people that I seen out there, and I just thought, well, where are they all coming from? And and it's a, it's just amazing. And it was one of those days where. You guys forgot to pray a lot, and I was hoping to get out and pray, but it was just one person after another person. After, and, and when I'm, I'm talking about where I can't pray is because I'm trying to get them into a place or a facility or a program that will suit their need or into the right program so that they can get either housing or to the funds like that. So just to kind of clarify what that, yes, Blaine. Hey, and real quick, I know we got to get to our study, but mm-hmm. for us, you're normally busy with some folks, and praise God, that's why you're there. But we see people walking up, looking around, going, who's in charge? Or they'll come up and say, who's John Simon? Where's John? And so we point them to you. So that is very true. You know, we all have gifts, and he uses them all while we're there. But but it seems like, Pastor Ed, we're all just pointing to John. It's well, like, yeah. just go see him. Yeah, we do. Well, you know what's funny about that? It gives me time to work with him, but you know what? I, I don't know what I, I couldn't, you know, that's the thing about it. You guys are there busy giving prayer, and I, I look over, and there's a there's a three or four of you guys in a huddle just praying over this person. I look over another place, and there's another prayer, and just prayers going everywhere, and mm-hmm. people being served, and yeah. people being helped. They're up there on the table, and someone's grabbing them a bag and filling up their stuff. Up and they're over there communicating. So it's really an awesome thing to see a team working together. And you can just see the hope that the people have on their eyes and their faces and the love that's given out. And that's the gracious and glorious thing that I love to see. So, you know, guys, it's it's all about a team. But you're right. Amen. You know, I, I just love it, folks. And, you know, if you ever like to come out with us, just give me a call. I can give you our number at the end of the show. So that way you can get a hold of me. And we would love to have you out there with us. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, um, you know, we got this great topic. I know what the Holy Spirit put on me. I was hoping to see what he might put on your hearts. 
And, you know, and people, this is one of the topics that you don't really hear a lot about, and it's about rewards. And um, I thought the title of the show was a great one to put on what rewards do you seek. Some seek rewards because they think that it will um, in a nice way, saying that that's the way they want to seek. I don't seek that. I think it's a pleasure and a joy to see God in action, and that's where I, I think. I just want to get across the finish line, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I say do the race to win, and I just want to get across, and that's where my heart is. But I want to win, but you know what? I just want to break that finish line and where God's just as pleased. But I'll go ahead. Um, I'm going to start us off in James chapter 1, verse 12, and this is what James says. God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptations. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. I think that's a great, great verse, guys. Um, I would love to cast my crown at God's feet, at Jesus' feet. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I'm sure you guys would definitely. But this is what I wrote. Salvation is not a reward for good works, but a gift given to those with faith. But God does promise us additional rewards on the basis of our deeds. You know, um, and I thought of thinking, I got to back this up with scripture. So um, I'm going to give you um, folks out there some scripture where I base this on. And the first one is going to be in Ephesians 2.9. And I wrote here, salvation is not a reward, but it is a gift. And on Ephesians 2.9, I'm going to go to the Bible here, and we're going to see what the Bible has to say about this. And and, the, and it says here in 2.9, I'm reading now the Living Translation. Salvation is not a reward for good things we have done, so none of us can boast about it. And right there it tells us, and it goes on and says, for we are God's masterpiece, this is in verse 10, and he has created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. So, you know, I we do have a plan that God has, and if we stay to his plan then things come together. It's when we get off, and we were talking about that the other week, about how we get sidetracked and how when we start taking our strength and doing our thing, how things can crumble really fast, if we all remember. Um, The next one I had, this is what I wrote down, seeking God brings rewards of his presence. I love this one. That's in Hebrews 11. Verse uh, chapter eleven, verse six, and I'll go ahead and read that. I, I think this one will back it up in scripture again too. It is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to Him must believe that God exists and that He that He rewards those who sincerely seek Him. You know, it's about the rewards. I, I understand. I know that we will get rewards, but Ed, I don't know about you. I I'm I'm in there to see God in action. I really want to see God, Amen. and that Amen. is my greatest reward is to help my brothers and sisters, and you know, and while helping them, they're actually helping me, yep. and and you know, and I and I I can't tell you enough how happy it makes me to get over and joy to see somebody who gets hope back in their face again, who gets to sit there and says, hey, you know what. I am so glad that I met with you. You have restored me. You have given me hope again, faith, you know. And those are the precious moments where that was all I needed right there. I mean, you couldn't. I. It's better than money. 
Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people say, what? But it, it, it is to me. It's just, it's just that extra little boost that God has given us to keep us going. So I'll go on to my, my last couple ones here. And I love this one. This one is uh, one for everybody. And I want them to all know this one. I wrote, our greatest reward is internal life with God. And I can base that on Revelations eleven eighteen, And I'll go to that one. And it says in uh, Revelation Verse eighteen: The nations will feel the nations were filled with wrath, but now the time of your wrath has come. It is time to judge the dead and reward your servants, the prophets, as well as your holy people. And I will go on to the rest, but that will just sum that up right now. I could go. It says, "For all who fear your name, from the least to the greatest, it's time to destroy all who have caused destruction on the earth." That means we're going to get uh, our reward, what we're going to get, and what what God's going to give to us. So, and this is the greatest thing. Right? This is one now. This one I wrote. The last one here, guys. Seek and honor for. Um, this is where I wrote. Seek and honor for our service serving. Excuse me, let me write this, slow this down. Seeking honor for our serving brings only limited rewards. And I can base that out of Matthew 6, verses 1 through 4. And this is what it says. This is Jesus teaching about um, about giving and about giving, okay? It says, watch out. Don't you do good deeds publicly to be admired by others? For you will lose the reward from your Father in heaven. When you give to someone in need, do it. Uh, don't do it as the hypocrites do, blowing trumpets, uh, blowing trumpets in the synagogues and streets to call attention to their act, um, acts of charity. I tell you the truth; they have received all the reward they will ever get. But when you give, but when you give to someone in need, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Give your gifts in private, and your father who sees it sees everything will reward you. You know, guys, I think Jesus really, you know, talked about it right there, you know, and, and Matthew in the way he described it too. It's about, you know, it's about giving to others, but it's not about what we're gonna get. It's about helping the others get back mm-hmm. onto their feet and give them that hope um so you know that's where the holy spirit led me guys and i can add a little bit more things on but you know ed i'm kind of running into time your time and i don't want to take your time so i'm going to go ahead and switch it over to you guys and hear what the holy spirit says okay yeah i uh one comment uh you talked about rewards and uh for me i I agree with you i think seeing god at work Mm -hmm. is reward enough uh, we don't do things for our pleasure. We do things to please God. And when we see that he's pleased and he does let us know when, when he's pleased with what we do, that's that's a reward to me. Yes. Uh, I'm going to be in Luke chapter 12. For some reason, God has kept me in uh, uh, end-time prophecy, and I've studied it over the years quite a bit, and I've kind of got away from it, but he's bringing me back for some reason. So I, I want to go through this real quickly. Uh, We'll be at Luke chapter 12, verse 35, and just kind of run through this a little bit. Uh, Verse 35 says, Be dressed for service and keep your lamps burning. And what does it mean, be dressed for service? It means to be put on the full armor of God, to put that cloak of righteousness of Jesus Christ on over that that, uh, uh, armor, and so that you are prepared for whatever God throws at you. And um, 
verse 36 then says, As though you were waiting for the master to return from the wedding feast, then you will be ready to open the door, let him in the moment he arrives and knocks. Now, I want to take this back to uh, to Revelation chapter 3, Church of Laodicea. Uh-huh. Uh, the tail end of that talks about the individual. He says, I, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone opens the door, I come, uh, will come in and eat with him and he with me. And he's, that's what he's talking about here. If you're dressed and prepared for battle, uh, to do service for for God. Um, the other part is in here is your lamps. Keep your lamps burning. Don't be in the mm-hmm. dark. Uh-huh. You know, too many times we look at the United States on how things are going in these end time things, and and we're not going as bad as the rest of the world because we started at a little higher plane than most of the world. But if you look out over Asia and Europe, Christians are dying by the thousands, mm-hmm. and the persecution is here. Uh, martyrs are being lifted up and yet we don't see it in our country so we really don't think we're in that position but when you look at the worldview of what's taking place you find out that yeah we're deeper into this than a lot than we as in in the united states would believe we are so we we just have to be aware of all that but it it talks here that uh, you open the door and uh, Jesus is going to be there. Verse 37 says, The servants who are ready and waiting for his return will be rewarded. I tell you the truth. He himself will seat them, put them, put on an apron, and serve them as they sit and eat. <clears throat> Imagine being served by the creator of the universe. <laughs> and that's what it is. You're sitting at a table, and he's got on an apron serving you. To me, that's a reward. That's like, like I say, putting his arm around you and saying, hey, good job, good uh-huh. job. Well and done, my, well and good, my faith, faithful servant. Um, and then 38 goes on about when all this could take place. Is that he may come in the middle of the night or just before dawn. But whenever he comes, he will reward the servants who are ready. And and part of this being ready is you have to be you have to be a Christian. You have to recognize the fact that Christ is going to return. You have to recognize the fact that there are, is persecution taking place, and we're going to have to go <clears throat> go through some of this. How much I don't know, but some of it. Um. So. Uh, uh, if you want to drop down to verse 42. Now, I'm going to embarrass John here. Uh-oh. Again? Again. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, this This next verses, uh, to me, 42, 43, apply to John in our, in our uh, Cornerstone Transitional Housing Group. Um, I, we don't talk much about us, but all three of us are on the board. Uh, John is CEO of Cornerstone Transitional Housing, and he's not there because Blaine and I voted for him. He's there because God appointed him and mm-hmm. anointed him, and that's why he's leading it up. So I, 42 and verses 42 and 43, I dedicate to you, John. Oh, my. And the Lord replied, a faithful, sensible servant is one to whom the master can give the responsibilities of managing his other household servants and feeding them. If the master returns and finds that the servant has done a good job, there will be a reward. Oh. 
And and when I read that, I thought that's that's John. You were God appointed you. He put you there. Uh, I don't think either any of us have ever challenged you at any any no. of this. So it's a, it's an accepted thing by us that you've been appointed by God, and that you do do this because just as we were talking earlier, uh, people come up and they uh, want to know how can I get off the street. Our answer is usually go talk to John, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, somebody's going to be coming out of jail. The the public defenders call John, and they've been amazed the fact that they'll call John because somebody's on the run and John finds them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I, I just want to dedicate that to you, John. Oh man, you guys are you're gonna make <laughs> me cry here, guys. Um, never really thought of that, and God, it's all glory, God. It's not of I, it's it's up to Him. And God, I'm getting choked up here, guys. I don't know what to say. Thank you, Ed. Mm-hmm. Well, and, yeah, I won't agree. You know, take the pressure off of John over there because, you know, we were, we were, and John's not doing this uh, for anything on planet Earth for rewards. The, re- the reward is in Christ, yeah. and he will do the rewards, and that's what my next scripture is going to be all about. But, um, you know, as we've encouraged for I, I may, a long time here on this radio show, our audience, that we all have different gifts and different, different talents. And the, the thing about it is, folks, is whatever that gift and that talent, whatever God's blessed you with, however he has done it, the, the biggest key is let's not sit on those gifts and talents. Uh, we're not doing it for the reward, um, but he will reward. And so this is a great topic, you guys. It um, is. I'm going to jump into the book of Isaiah, going to the Old Testament, and it's going to be Isaiah chapter 40. I'm going to ver- read verse 10 and 11. It says, Behold, the Lord God shall come with a strong hand, and his arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his work before him. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs with his arms and carry them in his bosom and gently lead those who are with the young. So, you know, what, what, our, what we're talking about right here, you guys, is it's, it's him. It's he. It's he. It's he. It's all about him. We don't want to toot any horns. You know, we, we've got right. to give praise reports, and so do the apostles. And we want to encourage you folks out there because we want to let you know what's going on. But God does get all the glory. He will give the rewards, and those rewards come in many different— we, we can't even go over the phase of the rewards. I mean, just—we uh, know, as you talked, John, the biggest reward, eternal life. And then I've just got one more I want to share with the group. And um, and then I think we're probably winding down here, folks. But again, out of Isaiah chapter 49, verse 3 and 4, it says, And he said to me, You are my servant, O Israel, in whom I will be glorified. Then I said, I have labored in vain. I have spent my strength for nothing and in vain. Yet surely my just reward is with the Lord and my work with my God. Mm. So what we do, you guys... What we do, the reason why you're so humbled over there, John, is, uh, you know, we're, we're just working for the Lord. It's yes. good to be encouraged. He is to receive the glory. He will do the work. We need to look to him, and um, and he's got us. He'll give us the strength that we need. You know, I love the guys, and that's exactly what it is. It's about, it's, I I don't know how to to tell the people over the air what the joy and the gratification is when you see that person's eyes light up that face of um of them just saying there saying and and just the tears coming down and they're just getting that help that they need they just looking for that 
hand up. And guys, you guys do. You should see these folks. You should see Blaine and Ed out there, Lord. I mean, people, they're out there just giving just giving people prayer and spending time with them and talking to them and and having that ear to listen and you and you can just see how the reaction of everybody is and working out there it's a team effort folks there's no one who is the team it's it's all of us combined and god has surrounded me with wonderful wonderful people that it's just an encouragement me every week to see this, you know. So, you know, if you want to be a part of that, we're more, you're more than welcome to come out with us and see that. Um, guys, I'm going to give you a last second here to say what you might want to say before the show ends up and wraps up. Looks like I'll take it first there, Ed. I, I just want to agree. Um, it is, it's teamwork. You mentioned that throughout the whole the whole. Uh, this whole evening, God, that it's it's a teamwork, and then also as we're all working together out there as a team, is it's the body of Christ. You know, it's the body of Christ, and uh, we're all working together, and we're seeing God move. We're seeing good things, and we thank you guys for your support, and uh, we thank you that you're listening, and we just pray that we are encouraging you to get up and go. Absolutely, I agree with that. It is a team effort. Where there's people we haven't mentioned that show up every Saturday. I mean, there yes. are faithful people that are out there every Saturday, okay. uh, and then we have some who are in and out. Yes, but we have we have when they're in, uh, we work as a team. Absolutely. And I, I, I've gotten to where if I'm going to be praying for a woman, I'll usually grab Ruthie. Ruthie's a good yeah. prayer. Oh, yes. And I'll grab her and bring her over. So I'll go ahead and pray, but then uh-huh. she follows up in prayer. Because I, I, I'm get, kind of getting this thing of women should be ministering mm-hmm. to women. Absolutely. So. Well, you know, I, we'll leave it on that. Uh, folks, I hope that you enjoy the topic tonight. I hope that your rewards will be a blessed one. Mm-hmm. I asked also, too, I just want to close in to tell everybody, um, I want to thank to give the thanks to the partners out there, especially, you know, Javier out there. Hey, Javier, we really appreciate you helping us so that we can supply the food for them. It, it, God bless you and your family for that. Sombreros. We also want to thank Goodwill for helping us clothe them out there. We get folks, Goodwill gives us the clothes so that we can give it to them so they'll have newer clothes to put on instead of the old ones that they're running around with. That's with Anna and Kim. Hey, thank you. And we want to say, hey, thank you to uh, Jeremy and Tim over there at Skyline for helping us out so that we can help the homeless. And then Stephen Forsythe over at the Alcone Westland Church. Hey, Steve, we appreciate your help, too. Hey, folks, um, I would give you our number. Our number is 619-715-6915. If you'd like to be a part with us or if you'd like to help us out in donations, we can definitely use that. Um, anything helps. And, again, our number is 619-715-6915. Or you can go to cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org and give that way if you like to but if you want to get a hold of us and like to check it out we more well welcome you folks i just hope this touched the show touched you tonight thank you for letting us be with you and i pray and, and ask god to bless you richly good night folks thank you for joining us on cornerstone radio with pastor john pastor ed and blaine nurse where they encourage you to think big and act bigger Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. 
Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on KPraise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.